cliffcentral.com. Rich Mulholland, how are you, sir? Gareth Cliff, I'm good. How are you? Excellent. It's Monday morning. I'm ready to take the week on. Fantastic. And any week this starts with people saying words like meniscus, it's going to be a great week. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what you're thinking about this morning. So I'm thinking about something that happened last week to me. Mm-hmm. I was speaking at a conference and it was like, I think there was 19 speakers. And you know how they do, I'm sure you've had it many times, when, they, when they're calling you up, they read out a bit of a bio about you. Oh, yeah, they give you that intro. Yeah, and they make you sound amazing. It's like always phenomenal. Like I, I always wish I was the person that my bio made me out to be. But oh, anyway. Yeah, okay. So, I, I hate those things, by the way, because they always – I get embarrassed. Like I don't want to be reminded of – you know, and he started on campus radio, and they always bring up this <laughs> stuff. And then he he started this business, and blah. I, I get embarrassed. I don't want them to talk about me. Just say here's so this, tell here's you this the, dude. He'll hopefully he'll make you think. I'll tell you why. Look, for you, you're like famous, and people know who you are, and it's a cool thing. So anybody anybody who sees you coming already knows that. Let's say you're going into another country, though, and. They were. They didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Then nobody really understands why they should listen to you. And the problem with that is that it makes it easier to buy an audience's attention when they know there's somebody coming. So as, frust- as silly as they are, I realize that when I get onto that stage, I look like a bit of an idiot. Yeah. But with them building it up enough, uh, you know that you know top 40 young South Africans, uh, oh, Destiny, okay. 40 under 40, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Makes, makes people feel it, like they're about to get something worthwhile. Right, right. And the last thing, what I hate is when they, when uh, a speaker gets on and does that themselves. Hi, you know, I started out and I was amazing and then I'm even more amazing. Anyway. You'd rather have the so, intro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's easier, but it's embarrassing and I totally get it. So anyway, so this week, last week, um, everyone's getting their intros and it was quite funny because something would happen. This dude would walk up and he'd say, you know, started a business at this age, blah, 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 did this kind of thing and now running such and such. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bob Smith. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be the next person will come up and started a business at this age, doing these kind of things. A very, very successful CEO, also a mother of four. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Susan Thingy. And this yeah. would happen throughout the day. Yeah. And throughout the day, Every guy that would be introduced would be introduced with all his business credentials. And every woman who was introduced would be introduced with all her business credentials and how many children she had. Now, if you're thinking this is problematic for women, I'd like to take it the other way. And I think it's problematic for men. So I went to the back of the room. I gave him a new photograph and asked him to put it as my first slide. And then they came to me and they introduced me up. And it was, you know, started missing link when he was 22, built this kind of thing, global speaker, blah, 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 blah. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Richard Mulholland. Mm-hmm. And I got to the stage and I had a photograph of me and my two kids. And I said, guys, um, I'm a father of two. And I, w- I want to make a suggestion here. And I-, and I took them through everything that I'd heard leading up to that. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I think it's important is that we do – and I, the kind of line I used there, I said, um, you know, women of the audience, I know you guys want uh, to make an impact and we want to right a whole bunch of the wrongs that have happened with regards to gender inequality in the workplace and things like this. But if you want moms to be taken more seriously in the workplace, then dads have to be taken more seriously at home because being a father is a job too. 
Hmm. You know, I, I got divorced uh, many years ago. I'm remarried. And uh, for many years, I was a single father. I picked up my kids. I looked after them. I did all of these things. I, you know, fed them, bathed them, did all of everything that had to be done with them, took them to school, drove them home, took them to get clothes, all of the things I'd have to do when I had them. It's a job. It's a thing. But the problem is, is we're, we're by setting up men to only have work. Men have to double down on work because it's the only point of, I guess, ego we have. Hmm. But for some men, they take a lot of pride in being a dad, but yet they get no credit for it because being a father is not seen as a job. And I do 100% believe that if we want to change the perception of moms in the workplace, we need to change the perception of dads in the home. I love we that. Need to ch- yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I, f- I feel that... Uh, the, the progression can only happen if there is a division of labor, right? So it's not about saying that the mom is still the absolute primary source at home and things. You know, it's, it's that assumption. I mean, in South Africa, it's very progressive laws around this, but uh, often it's, you know, custody will naturally go to the mom. And this yeah. made sense before because sure. custody naturally went to the mom because the dads were usually working and the moms were spending more time with the kids. But if this is changing, if you have two executive parents, I'm not sure that that is necessarily the narrative anymore. And if you have a dad who's a stay-at-home dad and a mom who's working, I'm not sure if the idea that kids need their moms is as true going forward. Anyway, I think the reason it's important is none of these things. It's because we have to change the narrative we have with our sons. Mm. And we have to let uh, the boys growing up, the next generation, grow up to realize that um, – being a dad is a perfectly viable yeah. career choice and job and things like this uh, so that they understand that they will be taken seriously in that role. And well, if they believe that, then maybe we will have a better chance of a truly uh, uh, functional division of labor. And that division of labor will equal uh, or will equate to more equality for everyone. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right because what we do in these situations, we try to we try to sort out the cosmetic stuff first. So we try to make it equal for men and women in the workplace and then we we kind of oh well the home will sort itself out you know and also right. the, the role of fathers is kind of played down because there are so many really terrible fathers in the world who have let down their, their kids and the mothers end up being single moms and they try their best and you know they try to put together a good life for their kids or but, just men expecting that the, the mom will be the mom yeah and uh, i right. saw a line in a movie the other day where the, the kid says um uh, the mom, the mom went out, and the kid was being looked after by the dad, and she was cuddling with him at the end of the day, and said, "I like it sometimes when you're the mom." Yeah, and it's just her ah. perception is that that's looking after children is a mom's thing. Yeah, it's not a, it's not necessarily yeah. gender aligned for the kid, but you know we do have a problem, and in South Africa we have a major problem around fathers and fatherlessness, and I can't help thinking that you've. You've hit the nail on the head here by by it not being treated as a serious job, being a father, and it really is. You're doing the kid an injustice, you're doing the mother an injustice, and you're doing the father an injustice because you're not giving credit where it's due for a really important part of the whole child-rearing process. Yeah, and I guess I understand why it happens. Uh, you know, I, I talk about this concept, Legacide, I wrote a book about, mm. and it's that innovation doesn't happen when you start doing something new. Innovation happens when you stop doing something old. And this is kind of what's happened here is we're looking forward to uh, which work construct can we change to make things more equal. But actually, there was an older problem that we have to fix, which is which home construct should we repair first to make it more equal there. And if we can get that balance right, I think we'll uh, be moving in the right direction.
Anyway, that was it. It was a small right. thought um, like for everyone it. to ponder. I hope you have one. an awesome week. Thank and um, yeah, do great Thank things. You. Stay curious. All right, dude. Thanks very much. There we go. Rich Mulholland, the reality check. Cliffcentral.com.